Welcome back to my podcast, Bethany Says, Beauty, Style, and You. I took a break from podcasting for a couple of months to focus on my business. Just can't do it all, can't find all the hours and minutes in the day, but I'm really happy to be back talking to you. I've just launched a newly designed website, and I'd love for you to look at it at bethanysiggins.com. I also hosted a relaunch party recently, and I'd I'll be writing about that soon on my blog. So today what I'd like to talk with you about is what we are consuming. Every day we make choices and what we're listening to, who we're spending time with, what we're reading, eating, doing. Are we making our best choices? Let's discuss. Near the end of last year, I read something that made me stop and write it down. Elevate the quality of everything you consume. Think about that for a moment. The more you consider it, the deeper it goes because we consume through all five senses. Sight, sound, touch, smell, and taste. This resonated with me because as an image consultant, quality over quantity is what I preach to most of my clients. Once a client is out of the experimentation phase with their style, which is usually on the other side of 30, it's time to focus on purchasing pieces that cost a bit more, last longer, and elevate your image. Better quality pulls up your image. We don't need as much in our wardrobe as we think we do. In fact, You can make 60 outfits from a wardrobe capsule of 11 pieces, but that's a topic for a different day. When you elevate the quality of your wardrobe, it's natural to consider the quality of other things you're consuming. In this digital age, most of us are taking the highest quantity through sight and sound. Make a conscious effort the next time you're away from your desk, not working, to not look at your phone. Put it away and look around. What's everyone else doing? They're looking at their phones. What are they consuming? Some might be reading an interesting article to further their knowledge in an area. Some might be looking at work email or personal. Others might be scrolling their feed on Facebook or Instagram. It's fine to do all of those things, but is it the only way that we're taking in information? There are great benefits to being outside in nature, just looking around, taking that in. In fact, being in nature lowers blood pressure and brings an overall sense of calm to the mind and body. We weren't given this beautiful planet to never look at it and to never consider it. Next time you're outside, take it in. It's here for our consumption and for our good. I'm lucky to live near White Rock Lake in Dallas, and when we lived in Seattle for three and a half years, we were one and a half miles from Alki Beach. I always feel better after I spend time by the water just looking at it and listening to it. For the most part, our electronic devices can't deliver that. So maybe what I'm saying is to consider not only what you're taking in, but whether there's enough variety It's no mystery how addicting our phones are, but what I find so wonderful when I take a break personally is the withdrawal is really 
fairly non-existent. I don't feel physical pain. I don't suffer mental anguish from not looking at my phone. It's just not there. And I'm choosing to spend time in another way. When I go back to my phone, the world hasn't ended and things are humming along as they always were. And they're continuing to do so and will continue to do so whether I'm engaging there or not. I've been reading more books the last two years and I love that. I used to feel guilty I was not reading more, yet I was making that choice by continuing to spend time in emails or on blogs or on social media. You can't read it all and you can't see it all. Once you release yourself from that obligation, it frees you up to put down the phone and pick up a book that intrigues you or spend time in a different way. In January, I decided it was time to commit to going to the gym three days a week and to eat and drink things that were better for my body, thus elevating the consumption in another area of my life. It's now October and my body looks the best I can ever remember it looking, and that's kind of amazing to me at age 47. I'm not killing myself in impossible shredded style workouts, and I'm not 100% clean eating. What I'm striving for is consistency, but I don't place the burden of perfection on myself. If it's Friday night and I feel like having chips and salsa and a margarita at dinner, I'm going to. But on Saturday morning, I'm going to get up and hit the treadmill. For me, it isn't about trying harder to do better. It's about doing better for myself, but giving myself wiggle room for cheat moments that are just naturally going to come along. If I give myself that grace, I feel balanced. If I held myself up to an impossible expectation of never cheating on my diet and never missing a workout, I'd give up and go back to my old ways. I'm consuming better for myself most of the time, and that's all that we need to do. Another way we consume is through sound. You're choosing to listen to my podcast right now, and I'm very grateful for that. I've been listening to a podcast the last couple of months that is greatly encouraging me and filling me with really good things. I've listened to every song on my phone and every song on the various radio playlists a hundred times over. I don't need to keep listening to those same songs. I'm choosing to listen to something that positively feeds my mind and soul. I never listen to podcasts largely for two reasons. I didn't know where to start to figure out which one was a good one to listen to, so I was a little overwhelmed, and I never thought I had the time to listen to them. I don't have a long commute anywhere I go, maybe 10 minutes. But then it dawned on me I'm spending maybe 15 or 20 minutes quietly in my bathroom in the mornings getting ready. Why not use that time? It might take me two or three sittings to get through one podcast, but that's okay. I can listen to it in bits in the car as well. So I encourage you to find something to listen to that lifts you up, strengthens you, and equips you for your day and your week. I have a friend who stopped turning on her TV at home, and she's choosing to read positive articles in her news feed, and she's feeling so much better. She's staying on top of all of the news. She doesn't have her head in the sand. But she was getting dragged down by too much of one thing, the news, which was always on in her home. And as you know, the news is filled with a lot of bad news. 
Too much of any one thing is going to throw off your equilibrium. I enjoy podcasts my brother recorded in July about starting to read fiction books after many years of reading only nonfiction. His balance was thrown off and his creativity needed the boost that you get from reading fiction. He had become addicted to learning in one specific way. Now, we all need to continue to learn, but there are many ways to learn and many ways to read to open up your mind. It doesn't just come from business books or self-help and biographies. Throw in a suspense novel sometimes or a romance or a little Stephen King to give your mind something new to chew on. Before I move on, let's be really careful about the words that we're taking in from other people. Sometimes we find ourselves in toxic relationships. If you have a friend or friends whose words don't sit that well with you, find a way to pull back or end the connection if it's bad enough. Time spent listening to their negativity is feeding your body with bad energy. And it's not likely going to change for the better. They aren't going to wake up one day and decide to stop criticizing and moping and gossiping, whatever it is that they do that is a a negative drag. It's not your job to change that about them. You're doing yourself a wonderful service when you don't engage. Let's, Let's not overlook the benefits of touch. Another way we consume, many studies show the emotional and physical benefits that come from touch. From the moment we are born, we need it. My twins were born early, and they needed the skin-to-skin contact. In fact, preemies who receive as little as three 5- to 10-minute touch therapy sessions per day gain 47% more weight than other preterm babies. Primates spend 10-20% to of their day grooming each other. In the U.S., it wouldn't be uncommon to see two friends together in conversation who never touch each other, or maybe once or twice. Give a hug. Hold a hand. There are other ways, too. Um, Pedicures with a massage or a facial or just a body massage. All of these have benefits, not just from the manipulation of the muscles, but also from the simple healing touch that comes with it. If you are in a partnership with someone and you aren't in the habit of hugging, start. At least start your day and end your day with a nice embrace. As for smell, I've always been a fan of lavender, and smelling it does lower blood pressure and provides calm. But there might be other smells that make you happy. Perhaps it's baked bread or cookies or a great cologne or the smell of the air after it rains. Find ways to bring those sorts of things into your life. As for me and the lavender, I sometimes dab it behind my ears at night, or they also make sprays for bedding. I do find I sleep more relaxed when I incorporate it, and that's such a simple thing to do. So much of what I've discussed here is about clearing the air and seeking balance. Don't be fussed with being perfect. Just work on each area a little bit to elevate the quality and variety of what you are consuming through sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell. If you like to make lists, take an inventory, find a way to shift that feels natural and not extreme. Remember, 
Lasting change happens in pivots, not 180s. Thank you for listening. If you'd be so kind and rate this podcast and leave a review, that will give others an opportunity to find me. With so many choices out there, reviews make a big difference. Drop me a note and let me know what you took away from this and what topics you'd like me to address in the future. And do stop over at my website and let me know what you think, bethanysiggins.com. Thank you again and speak to you again real soon.